Welcome to the Cultivate Network Podcast, where we're digging in, digging in on Christian living, leadership, and church planning. Here are your hosts, Jamie Couch and Anthony Waters. Would you rather have your soul fed or your ears tickled? Well, that's a easy. <laughs> I was swallowing coffee. <laughs> I don't even like my intro anymore. Well, today we're going to continue in the Overlooked Sermon series. We've Looking back at where we've come to this point in time, as we have talked about those fighting in uh, pea fields with the, the lentils, those that stood guard, uh, those that stood up for the word of God, those that have that, those that have been a voice, the one that was so overlooked, the underrated character, the one that had such a small part in the Bible in what everyone would think but to see such a huge impact that they have truly had. As we move forward in this sermon series today, we get to come to a new individual that we discuss today as we continue in the series, and this is Micaiah, the son of Imla. So, Brother Jamie, I'd like to ask you a question today. Would you rather have your ears tickled or itched or have your soul fed? What would you prefer? Well, the itching of ears feels quite nice. Especially if they're itchy. Yeah. Yeah. But a certainly in the value of your soul being fed would far surpass the itching of an ear. <laughs> I would imagine so. Yes. Uh, this is an interesting point as we come to, and the, we had this sermon last Sunday at Journey Church, and uh, pretty interesting. I started it out, and I told a story about when I was young, uh, how me and my brother and sister were down in the woods, and we found a uh, what we thought was gold, and we took it back, and to come out, it was fool's gold. Great. And we were, oh, we thought, oh, we thought we were going to be rich, but then ended up just throwing <laughs> it out in the flower bed and moving on. But and you know, I think a lot of times in life we run into this, and this is Micaiah's this is Micaiah's situation that he finds himself in here. He is one among 400 mm -hmm. that 400 are standing up for what they felt was right. But we see in the scripture and the book of Kings that we see that it was a evil lying spirit that was upon them. And we see one man that stood amongst the crowd of 400 and he stood up for what thus saith the Lord. Mm -hmm. And it was not a popular message that he delivered. It was not what the king wanted to hear, but it was the truth. And I think in the world we live in today, we have a lot that would rather have their itched ears, itched ears, ears itched, whatever. <laughs> I think that we have a lot more people that would rather, rather have their ears tickled and leave happy than to actually hear the truth. I think that's something that's in short supply today is truth, especially and, you know, I'm not throwing down on anybody in any way, shape, or form, but I think that we as children of God, we should really be cautious of false doctrines in the world today. And I believe that there's a lot of false doctrines. I don't believe in the name it, claim it. I don't believe in a prosperity ministry. I don't believe in these things in any way, shape, or form. 
I don't ever remember reading in the Bible where the Lord said that uh, that He would give you uh, the wants and the desires and everything you ask for. Uh, I, 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 my Bible reads maybe a little different than other people's. I believe that we are to be servant and that we are to serve the king or to feed the sheep and that we are to help lead those to Christ through the gospel of Jesus Christ. Nowhere in there does it say that I will have health and wealth. I know that trouble sometimes will come. I know heartaches are going to come. But I know that my father who died for me is greater and stronger and that I have an everlasting hope beyond what I see with my natural eyes. In other words, I'm not looking at the external things around me. I'm looking at the eternal things that are above me. So Micaiah, the son of Imla, what do you think so far about this guy? I mean, you were there last week. He's a unique cat in the Bible. I really like this guy. Well, this man had every opportunity, Anthony, to to go along with the flow. Sure, he could have. And I think it, it, this message that you 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 shared last week speaks to the modern day Christian and the the temptation and the ease of going with the flow. The voices around us are so loud and persuasive, and and um, to oppose that is going to be expensive for us in in many many ways and so the easy thing to do whether it's the american church whether it's the american corporate environment whether it's the american regular everyday joe yeah right joe the plumber is is tempted to go along with the flow but micaiah as you shared and you're going to break you you know hopefully you're going to break this down for us here but but this man, this man stood when he had every opportunity to just go along, but he stood with his integrity was, was greater than his fear. And I think that that stood out to me with Micaiah. Yeah. So kind of give a backstory on this cat. First uh, Kings chapter 22, really verses 6 through 28. And I encourage all the listeners to go back and read all of First Kings 22. Beautiful, beautiful chapter in the Bible, really unique. And this is where we see Micaiah, his, his first real on the scene here when all this happens. But what we see is a really unique time in Israel and in Judea as we see the two kings come together, Ahab and Jehoshaphat, as they come together and they ask about Ramoth Gilead, that the Lord had given it to them, and, you know, they hadn't went up and taken it. And then he, you know, Ahab comes to him and he asks uh, Jehoshaphat, he said, man, should we, if I do this, if we go up, will you go with me? And Jehoshaphat said, my people are as your people, and wherever you go, we're going to go, and we're going to fight it out. But Jehoshaphat had a request, which was interesting, mm-hmm. and he told Ahab, he said, let's call upon the Lord. Let's see what the Lord has to say about the situation. So Ahab, he pulls his 400 prophets in, and these prophets come in. He asks them, he said, shall we go up to Ramoth Gilead or should we forbear? Mm. And uh, all those prophets get together. Oh, go up. Oh, it's going to be wonderful. You're going to drive them back. You're going to win. It's going to be absolutely great. But at the same time all this is happening, what had happened behind the scenes was really unique. 
the Lord knew that Ahab had sinned and fell short of the glory of God in many different ways. And there was one that came up and the Lord said, how shall, how shall this happen? And a spirit came up and spoke to the Lord and said, I will go forth as a lying tongue and these prophets. And the Lord granted this for these prophets to be liars. They were going forth to lie. I mean, these were false. They were, they were preaching a false doctrine flat out. So as they came up, I mean, even one of them, he made horns. He made golden horns, big horns of iron, horns of iron, not gold, iron. And he, I mean, he would charge around. I mean, imagine being in a crowd, 400 people standing before you, and a guy out there with a set of, set of bull horns on running around saying, just like this, you're going to go up against Ramoth Gilead. You're going to drive them back with horns of iron. And everybody would be looking at him like, man, look at this. Well, he was really making a name oh, for himself, hey, wasn't he? Pomp and circumstance. Mm. Now think about now. Just let's let's stop here for just a second before we come into the scene where Micaiah actually is. This is a unique situation. There's a lot of pomp, a lot of circumstance, a lot of glitz, a lot of glamour, a lot <laughs> right. of fashion. Yep. A lot of sur- a lot of show going on right now. And it would surely anybody that would have been around it would have had them pumped up. They'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, kind of <clears> like a pep rally. Mm-hmm. These four hundred prophets turned it into a pep rally oh you had the guy with the horns on we're gonna drive them back you can almost see like a big football team up there we're gonna push them back we're gonna win yep well you can see this in your mind (laughs) Mm. but jehoshaphat sees all this and he says is there not a prophet of the lord that we could ask (laughs) and 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 ahab's like well there's this one guy but i hate him He's terrible. He never speaks good of me. Everything he says about me is bad. I hate his guts. And Jehoshaphat's like, you know, don't talk, don't talk like that. Bring him up. Let's hear what he got to say. <laughs> so they go get him. The messenger that comes with him, as Micaiah's coming up, the messenger that comes with him, the messenger looks at him and says, look, all these prophets are speaking good. Do the same thing. It's going to be good for you if you just come up and say good things. And Micaiah's answer was so bold and so strong. And I think this mm-hmm. is where we should be as the church of God today. Mm-hmm. And we should be the same way. Micaiah said, I will only speak that which thus saith the Lord. Mm-hmm. I will not speak my opinion. I will not speak what is popular. Mm-hmm. I will tell you what the word of God <laughs> says. That's not a popular message in the world we live right. in. That's not yeah. popular. And, and, and I love what you, what you, you cover there because Micaiah, what he was going to speak, and you're going to cover that in a second, so stay on the edge of your seats. You're going to hear what Micaiah said. But what he prefaced what he said with, I will not share my opinion, my desire, or anything of the sort, only what says the Lord, right? So that means sometimes even the way we feel is irrelevant, right? Though our opinion is, is irrelevant. So what he was about to say, I'm sure that when he woke up that morning, he wasn't saying, I hope this happens to these people. No, that wasn't his design. No, not at all. But he yet, even though the truth was going against maybe even the fiber of his being. Right. And, and what he genuinely wanted safety for the people. Mm-hmm. But he was about to speak a truth that was opposite to what the way he felt and yep. what he wanted. Yep. And so many times, if it goes against in our modern culture, the way we feel, our emotion, our feelings, then all of a sudden it can't be good. Right. But the facts are, is there is a truth that is higher than our opinion, our idea, our culture, our government, and all things. And there is a truth that is supreme above all. 
And despite the way I feel in any circumstance, that truth reigns supreme. And I think Micaiah had that perspective in light. But see, the other guy, I don't know the guy's name that had the horns. What was yeah. his name? Zedekiah. Zedekiah. Yeah. Oh, Zedekiah. <laughs> so, but this guy was trying to make use the situation to make a name for himself. Yep. He wanted to be known and remembered as the guy right before battle. You know, you know the guy, <laughs> you know the people that watch movies and they want to be the guy in the movie. Yeah. You know, this guy was like Braveheart. He wanted to be Braveheart oh, in this yeah. situation so he could be the hero. <laughs> like I remember that prophet Zedekiah just told me. Oh, yeah. Ah, remember that day? <laughs> yeah. He had visions in his mind of being the hero of the story. Micaiah mm-hmm. was like, man, ah, this, I, I dread I dread sharing this, but I just I have to tell you the truth. Yep. Because I, I, I have integrity that goes, but the guy with the horns, man, he wanted a name for himself. <laughs> Boy, he got it, didn't he? He got it. You're right. He sure did. But I just wanted to, wanted to interject that because I think that that so many times, especially in our modern modern American culture, the pop culture is, if it ain't popular, you better hush. Yeah, really. Because the voice, the the loudest voices out there are going to shut you up. Yep. But the facts are, if, if, if we can hold our integrity and speak truth in love despite the temptation, even though there's sometimes the truth may go against the way we feel, our poor little feelings. Hmm. Bless your heart. <laughs> Bless your little heart. Bless your little heart. So, Micaiah, he comes and he stands before Ahab. Ahab says, <coughs> Micaiah, how shall it be? Shall we go up to Ramoth Gilead or shall we, shall we forbear? And Micaiah's like, and you can just about see the sarcasm as he speaks. He's like, oh, yeah, go up and it shall be well and you're going to prosper. <laughs> and Ahab's like, quit messing around with me. Tell me the truth. How many times do I have to ask you to tell me the truth, Micaiah? How many times? And Micaiah stands back in the boldness of God and he says this. And, he, and I think this is absolutely such powerful words that he says. And he said, I saw all Israel scattered upon the hills as sheep that have not a shepherd. Oh, wow. And the Lord said, these have no master. Let them return every man to his house in peace. And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, did not I tell thee that he would prophesy no good concerning me, but evil? So Ahab comes back, looks at Jehoshaphat and said, I told you the guy, every time he comes up here, he hates my guts and I hate his guts too. Mm. And this is the way it is anytime I call on him. (laughs) But then Micaiah, he looks at him and he, he comes right back and he said, you know, I saw the Lord. The Lord gave me the vision of this evil spirit that went forth and put this lying tongue and all these prophets. There's 400 prophets before you, kings. Mm. And he's looking at these kings right now, Ahab and Josephat. And he basically looks at him and says, there's 400 people before you right now that are lying to you, that have not the not not no wow. vision of glory. Wow. And I'm telling you right now, if you go up, you're going to die. <clears throat> you're going to die. Ahab gets furious, mad. But not only does Ahab get mad, but there's another individual that gets mad. Mm. Good old Hornbear. Good old Zedekiah. <laughs> he hears all this happen. He walks over, still with the horns on his head. I have to vision that. He's still got this helmet on with these horns. And he walks over to where <laughs> Micaiah is mm-hmm. and comes over. And what does he do? He slaps him right in the face. Boom. Slaps him in the face. And then he says this. When did the spirit of the Lord leave me and enter into you? In other words, he was saying, I know I'm right. And now you're saying that you're right? I know I'm right. I know I'm right. 
I'm telling him the truth. You're telling him a lie. That's what he was saying. Notice something right there, Anthony. Hell yeah. That, that, that the one that had to be the loudest. Ha. So true. Was the most wrong. <laughs> I dare say that my KI was just casually saying, oh. King, I appreciate you. But you're going to die if you go. <laughs> you're going to die. And then yeah, Zedekiah's over here screaming at the top of his oh, lungs. Oh, yeah. But, you know, but was it, that ought to show us in pop culture today, the world we live in right now, these voices that are so loud and in your face, yep. they have the most to hide oh. because they know in their heart of hearts that they are wrong. Yep. So therefore, they have to be louder to, to trump yep. that other voice. They're loud and they stick out. Have they to. stick out. I mean, have to. the dude comes up with horns on his head. I mean, he's been charging around 400 people yeah. out there. They're going to drive him back. He had the most to hide. He had the most to hide. And that's no joke because inside of him, just evil. Now, many Bible theologians, and it doesn't tell us exactly what happens to Zedekiah, but most of, the, most of them think that what Micaiah tells him after this is when he tells him this, he said, Behold, thou shalt see in that day when thou shalt go into thy inner chamber to hide thyself. Many believe that his, his prophecy was so void that he went and basically committed suicide because he felt absolutely worthless mm. after all this had happened because he knew that there was nothing good in him in any way, shape, or form. Wow. Well, what happens next is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. So Micaiah tells him, and he said, you're going to go, you're going to die. He gets slapped in the face. And then Ahab turns around and looks, and he says, go put him back in prison. Feed him with bread of affliction and water of affliction. In other words, give him the absolute worst, just a bare minimum to keep him alive. I don't want anything good to come of this man. I want him to sit and suffer until I come back in peace. Mm -hmm. And as Micaiah is going away, he turns and says, truly, if thou return in peace. (laughs) But he knew. He knew he wasn't. He knew this was it for Ahab. It's all over. It's all over. And how sad of a story that truly is. So let's talk for just a few minutes about this itching ears. There's a few points that I would love to bring out in just the short time that we have left good but number one was the ratio of people right 400 to one Mm -hmm. this amazes me there's 400 people there's a world that's screaming around us right now that's saying what we what we know is wrong is right and we know that they're sitting there saying, well, the Bible says this, the Bible says that. But the Bible doesn't say anything that they're saying. And they're feeding all this false doctrine into the world. Mm-hmm. So my question is a very simple one. Are you ready to be one that stands up in the midst of a 400 group, in a 1,000 group, in a 10,000 group? Are you ready to be that voice that stands for God? Mm. Are you ready for that? It's a big challenge because it wasn't popular. Micaiah, he, I, like you said, that day he woke up, he didn't look in the mirror and say, slap himself in the face a couple times, says, this is the day I'm going to really step up. Mm-hmm. Man, he knew what he was going to get ready to bring forth. The question was going to be a heavy one. And if you really want to grow your career, uh-oh, go get you the same headset, yep. the same horns, and just go <laughs> where was that a kind? You could just follow them around and you could go together and prosper. That is so. What had it been a temptation for McKay out here? How easy would? How easy is it to get yeah. in the crowd? Man, if I do what he's doing, yep, then I want to be able to have the same success. Yep. Look at the way that Jehoshaphat and Ahab are admiring him. Yep. He's going to be promoted. Yes. Look at him. I need to do the same thing. I need to do the same thing. And are we willing? Are we willing to not do the thing that makes us 
feel like we're going to get promoted? Are we willing to refrain from that activity? Are we willing to be the quiet voice of truth when necessary? And are you ready to speak when given the opportunity? I mean, that is, and I want to flip, I want to flip, and you got a couple of things to cover. I, I want you to cover that. So I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to take oh, this away. We got all day. But, but here's, yeah. <laughs> podcast episode 45,000. No, um, um, think about, think about, because this is a good time to interject this, I think, because are you ready? Mm. You had, you had Ahab, mm-hmm. you had Jehoshaphat. Yep. Jehoshaphat was the one who said, hey, don't you have like anybody yeah. else? Yeah. He knew. <laughs> he knew See, something wasn't right. Jehoshaphat knew these guys are crazy. Yeah. The, the, he, he had wisdom beyond Ahab's wisdom. Ahab had such an ego oh, that, yeah. that he just wanted to go ramsack and, and pillage and, and dominate. Yeah. But Jehoshaphat saw beyond this, this, this pomp and circumstance and he said guys you don't have any material to what you're saying <laughs> you don't have anything to back it up you just got a bunch of noise here yep so we got to move beyond the noise is there somebody else but here's what he did he created okay even when he brought micaiah up here he said micaiah come on man speak truth to me and he created what was called what as a leader do not surround yourself whether you're a pastor whether you're a father, whether you're a leader at the workplace, in the marketplace, do not surround yourself with yes men and yes women. Mm-hmm. You surround yourself with people that you have given permission to be honest and true with you. Psychological safety. Create it. That's what Jehoshaphat did here. And, and by him creating that, he and Ahab had an opportunity to survive. Yep. They had the opportunity to thrive. And to make a good decision, if they would have listened to the one, the one voice. So as a leader, you have to find the one in the room that ain't talking. Now, this is a, this is a, this is a lesson for me as a vice president of a hospital, a lesson for me as a pastor, a lesson for me as a baseball coach. Find the one who ain't talking much. He's got something to say. I promise you. Find the quiet one in the room. They got something to say. They've been they've been churn, they've been churning on something to say. Give them safety to say it and listen to what they say. The loudest one in the room, yeah, you gotta you could you gotta notice he's there or she's there. But I promise you, they're just trying to get promoted. Probably the loudest one, the one who's most flamboyant. But look, you look you up somebody in the room that maybe they're quiet sometimes. Ask them to come sit down with you and share what's really on their heart. And I promise you, you're going to learn something if you take it. But you have to, as a leader, create that psychological safety and give them a safety net to go say what's really, really on their heart. So that's what Jehoshaphat did here. And I love that. But are you ready? Number one, back to your question. Are you ready to speak up against when, you, when you're definitely the minority and you're outnumbered <laughs> and you have nothing to gain for it? That's right. Nobody was going to say, Micaiah, great job. No. Nobody was going to celebrate him. He was not going to be on CNN, ESPN, Fox News. as the. He wasn't going to be given an accolade as a Supreme Prophet Level 4. He wasn't going to get a promotion. Mm-mm. He was only going to be able to lay down at night and say, I've kept my integrity with God. Yep. He, he had everything to lose. Yep. And nothing to gain from the flesh. But are you ready to do that? And then Jehoshaphat, are you ready to look at Ahab in the eye and say, dude, is this all you got? (laughs) 
and it's and then true. are you ready to stop and call uh, time out yeah. and say let's not move until we hear some truth here yeah are you ready to not get so excited about what you're going to do next and make make space for somebody to be cantankerous to the idea that you have yeah. are you ready for that are you ready for that feedback not many would be it's because it's tough because it's not popular it's not popular at all in any way shape or form but one thing that I draw out of this with this 400 to 1, and I love what the book of Matthew chapter 7, verse 15 and the first part of verse 16 says, Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are raving wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Now, with that being said, I believe with all my heart that the Lord teaches us here that by their fruits you're going to know them. And we know that the Bible says every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. As children of God, you should be bringing forth some pretty good fruit. You shouldn't be bringing forth sour grapes or something that's really poison. You should not be having poison that's pouring forth out of you. There should be good stuff coming up out of you from the glory of God. And if it's not, it will be cut down and thrown into the fire. You should be a good fruit tester. As a child of God, you should be a good fruit tester. And that's what Jehoshaphat did. Here. Jehoshaphat tested it. He did. He knew He knew that there was 400 bad trees, and he wanted to hear one good tree. It's amazing. It's amazing that that actually happened. And I, it just blows my mind. And I love at the end of this, uh, as, 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 the, as Jesus would keep talking in Matthew, he compares this to the wise and the foolish servant. The one who built his house upon the sand and the one that built his house upon the rock. But that's just pretty cool. But point number two, the whisperers. Notice as <laughs> notice as the one who went to get Micaiah, the one that went to get him, as they came back, what did this whisperer do? Uh -huh. They whispered in his ear and they said, everybody else is doing this. Everybody else is saying this. Right. You need to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. There's always a whisper that's going to be telling you, you need to get on board. You need to get in the crowd. You need to blend in with what everybody else is doing. You need to get on board, swallow the medicine, swallow the pill. It's all going to be okay. That is exactly what was being said to him. My mind goes back to 2 Timothy chapter 4. As Apostle Paul in prison in chains, as he would sit and as he would write to Timothy, he said this to him. And this is the charge that I still go, that I believe still goes forth today, not only to ministers, to pastors, to preachers, to evangelists, to deacons, to anybody you think of. This goes out to every single child of God that has been called to be a messenger for Christ. The Apostle Paul told Timothy this. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word. Mm. And it goes on, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebroke, reproach with all long suffering and, and doctrine. But I love those three words, preach the word. The word is not going to be popular. It is not going to win you a popularity contest, but it will win souls to Jesus Christ. Mm. Not a popularity contest. No. You're not in this for popularity. You're not in it for fame. You're not in it to see your name on a billboard to have your ministry. 
I, 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 that drives me crazy. You're now tuning in to such and such ministries. Honey, this is the ministry of Jesus Christ. Anything else will fall flat on its face, but it's the gospel, the ministry of Christ that saves souls. It's not your opinion. It is not your name. Preach the word. The whisperers will come in and tell you, oh, you need to do this. You need to get on board. Look at the, look at the age we live in right now. You just need to get on board. You have an old-fashioned belief system. You need to get in in tune with what's going on in the world today. Honey, you were not called to conform, but you were called to transform. transform. Now, you got anything to add to the whisperer part? Go. <laughs> Let's talk about the last point, the slap. My goodness. <laughs> Slapped right in the face. My guy's standing back. He tells the word of the Lord, and here oh, that guy comes, horns on, slaps him right in the face. The slap. The slap heard heard everywhere around the world. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 6. I love what the Apostle Paul wrote to the Hebrew church here. So that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Let him slap me. Let him kill me. Let him stab me. Whatever it is. Are you willing to do this today? Are you willing Are you willing to take the slap? Are you willing to take the slap? Because, honey, it's going to come. It's going to come. If you're preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, it's going to be met with opposition. The cross is offensive to the world. Jesus is offensive to the world. Because what does it do? It shows you you are not worthy. It shows that you are a failure. It shows you that you are lost in your sin. And nobody wants to talk about that. They want to talk about rainbows, sunshine, and unicorns. But you must boldly stand in the face of the enemy and stand for God. You have to be willing to Take the slap. Makai mm. could have laid down. He could have cried. He could have withered away. He could have just fell away and be like, oh. But what did he do? He met boldness with the boldness of the Holy Spirit. And that's what you have to do. You have to stand boldly. That's why Hebrews said, that's why Hebrews 13, 6 said that, so that we may <clears throat> boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever, period. It stood the test of time. Nations have tried to tear it down. Governments have tried to tear it down. People have tried to tear it down. But God's word stands forever, mm. firm, steadfast, planted upon the rock, and that rock is Christ. Mm. So think about, you know, look at look at his response. Yeah. And I'm thinking about myself, Anthony. And just to be honest with you, um, somebody slaps me in the face. It's going to be really hard for me to not meet, meet slap with slap. I mean. It's like you got your hand warmed up over I'm, your I'm ready, man. Like, I dare you. But I, understand. I, I just, I love, I love his response. Yeah. Is, is he used, he, well, what words did he say to Zedekiah after that? What what were his words? Because I wouldn't have used words. So he calmed himself. He gathered himself after this. So happened. he was tempted to respond oh, in a sure different he way. Was. Right? Micaiah said this to him. He said, "Behold, thou shalt see in that day oh, yeah. when thou shalt go into thy inner chamber to hide thyself." Mm. Could you imagine the inside Zedekiah's deep inside his his little his little insecure mind? 
Inside the horny head. Inside the, the horns. Head. Oh, the horn's head. <laughs> Inside, somewhere in that little brain. Yeah. was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Maybe I just messed up. You know, and, and you know, I no doubt that day when he did climb into his chamber and he were he was contemplating whatever he was going to do next or he was hiding from the army that was coming his way. He remembered those words mm-hmm. and he remembered that slap. Yeah, on that day, the slap. <laughs> Anthony just showed me a, the uh, the infamous slap with uh, Chris Rock, uh, Chris Will Rock, Smith. Will Smith. Here. <laughs> Great. We can't do the the the, the gifts on on podcasts, but you should no. Google the gift and pretend that Zedekiah <laughs> McKay are those two. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty tough. So the. I think the takeaway from this, and and it's the it's the big one is as children of God today, you are surrounded in a world of a lot of false doctrine, a lot of false teachers, and you you must be the one that is ready to stand up for the Lord. And I think that that's a question that you ask yourself today: Are you ready? Are you ready to take that stand? Are you ready to stand back when everybody else is saying one thing? Are you ready to stand up? For what thus saith the Lord. Are you ready to do that? It's not going to be popular. And it's not going to be easy. Because it's going to be met with a lot of opposition. And it's going to be met with a lot of hatred. There's going to be a lot of haters. You mm-hmm. may get slapped. Yep. You, may be, you may be killed. It's mm-hmm. very possibly in the world we live in today, it's very possible you get killed. Yep. But I believe that Christian persecution still exists. And it is, it is yep. at an all-time high. Mm-hmm. And I believe as the world continues to move, I believe it'll get worse. But be of good cheer, Jesus said, because he has already overcome the world. And I want to I kind of add to that too, Anthony, because, because some, sometimes in, in, in cultures around the world, persecution comes in the form of you, you, you could die, yep. you could be put into prison, you could be you know, slapped, yep. murdered, whatever that is. And sometimes in the American culture, it does take on a little bit different flavor. Because here's what the way you're going to be persecuted. You know, you may be slapped. You may be killed. You may be jailed. I don't know for sure. But here's one thing I can assure you. In the American culture, you're not going to get the promotion. Nope. You're not going to get the job. Nope. You're going to be whispered about in the break room. You're going to be put down and put under somebody's thumb. You're going to be uh, not given the deal. And, and, and so you're going to, you're, you're going to have... This temptation that says, if I'm going to have success, I'm going to have to compromise and go along. But the, but the facts are, is that success comes with a price greater than you're willing to pay. So, so tell them to take the promotion. Tell them to take, take the money, take the job, take the title, take the degree, take whatever, whatever uh, friendship that you thought that they would give you, and tell them to take a hike. <laughs> And say, you know what? I'm going to stand firm on what I know is true with love in my heart. I don't got to be running around with bullhorns on. <laughs> with love in my heart. I don't got to be seen. I don't got to be noticed. I don't got to be the loudest in the room. But I promise, if you ask me, I've got something to say. Mm-hmm. So the challenge for us is to have something to say. And to do that with integrity. And hold your, hold your heart. Hold your mind. Don't react in the moment. Gather yourself as Micaiah did. Settle down and speak the truth. So, and also, if you're Jehoshaphat, 
Find somebody that'll tell you the straight, honest <laughs> truth. Do not surround yourself with soothsayers. Find somebody that'll shoot straight with you. Amen. Every human. That's accountability. You need it. We need it. We all need it. Yep. So, guys, till next time, tune in. We're gonna we're, we're gonna sign off here and go to church and continue our our work and sermon series here at Journey Community. But we love you. We thank you for tuning in. Please uh, like and share, comment. Let us know you're listening in. We appreciate you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Cultivate Network podcast. Until next time, keep cultivating.